Welcome to the Practice Podcast, your go-to source for simplified mindful practices, holistic well-being teachings, and tools based in modern science and ancient wisdom for living an empowered life. I'm your host, Daphne Lyon, a wellness educator on the journey with you. Want to hear more meditations, tools, and practices to live an empowered life? Visit my website at DaphneLyon.com. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every other Wednesday. Welcome to episode 5, Resisting Life As Is and How to Ease Anxiety. Stress and anxiety come from the feeling that a certain set of circumstances should not be happening. When we believe something in our life shouldn't be the way it is, we resist life as is. When we think it shouldn't be like this, or I shouldn't have said that, or they shouldn't have done that, we mentally oppose what is happening and our body activates the stress response in order to bring us to safety. This is the feeling of stress that can eventually accumulate into anxiety. Anxiety is a state of being. It comprises of emotions like worry and angst and physical sensations like that racing heartbeat or the shortness of breath and tension and the thought processes like the negative thought loop or ruminating. When we believe something should happen that clearly isn't, we get anxiety. And let's be honest, stress is a natural occurrence in life. In fact, stress is not bad. Stress allows us to grow and evolve. It's our reaction to stress that creates a negative or positive impact in our life. If we resist a situation or life experience because we tell ourselves it shouldn't be this way, whether we want to or not, we communicate to the brain and body that whatever is happening in this moment is not safe and we need to get to safety and away from whatever we are resisting. The body then activates the stress response or the sympathetic nervous system in order to get us to safety. And interestingly enough, the body does not know the difference between a ruminating thought or worry and a real physical experience that is threatening. The activation of the stress response brings up those physical sensations we may feel when experiencing anxiety. The racing heartbeat, the dry mouth, sweaty palms, tense muscles... We might get shaky from the release of adrenaline, giving us that quick energy boost and then later feeling a lot of fatigue. The limbic system of the brain, the most primitive part of the brain, lights up and shuts us off from the prefrontal cortex, our executive functioning. No longer able to think critically or compassionately, we get ourselves caught in a loop of anxiety. Feeling the physical sensations, then negatively thinking and making meaning of our experience, then resisting how we're feeling and reactivating the stress response over and over and over again. 
With practice, our stress response can become overactive. And since only one aspect of the autonomic nervous system, either the stress response, sympathetic nervous system, or our relaxation response, the parasympathetic nervous system can be in charge, the sympathetic nervous system can quickly take the lead the more we activate the stress response. We no longer have the capacity to respond to life and instead we get stuck resisting and reacting to it. This cycle of stress and anxiety can not only be draining, but it can wreak havoc on our vital organs, relationships, and emotional well-being. We cannot prevent stress or negative experiences since it's a natural part of living life. We are actually designed to not only experience but endure stressful episodes. The fact that we are here today means we are incredibly adaptable and resilient or we would already be extinct. The reality is there will never be a time when our life is free of situations that trigger stress and anxiety. Once we stop resisting this truth, we can learn how to stay empowered no matter what. And that is what I want to share with you today. The opposite of anxiety is not calm, it's presence. And oftentimes we cannot talk ourselves out of anxiety because it's the mind and our thoughts that got us there in the first place. Instead, we can learn the language of the body and communicate a sense of safety and well-being via our five senses. I want to share with you the mindfulness tool of using our five senses that will restore a felt sense of safety in the body, mind, and emotions. The five sense mindfulness technique brings our mind back into the present moment awareness, freeing us from the anxiety loop. We feel embodied, which is our most empowered state of being. So I first want to explain why the five sense mindfulness practice works. Because I find that when we understand how something works, we are more likely to use the tool amidst stress and anxiety. You know, it's great to hear that breathing deeply when you feel anxious helps, but if we don't know that a deep breath activates the relaxation response by stimulating the vagus nerve from the expanded diaphragm, we probably, and I'm saying this from experience, will not practice it because our logical brain is not fully on board. When we experience anxiety and our mind is telling us all the ways life shouldn't be as is, we might even begin to ruminate and worry. It often feels like we are having a million thoughts at once. But what studies of the mind and brain tell us is that thoughts flow in a linear fashion, one after the next. Try this now. Ask yourself, what am I thinking? Did you notice that gap? It's as if the mind pauses for a moment when turned on itself. So with the five sense mindfulness practice, we are bringing our mind back to our body, asking ourselves, what am I seeing right now? The green leaves of the plant, my white desk, the shadows of branches made against the sunlight. What am I feeling? The seat beneath me, 
the cool ground on my feet, and so on, little by little, bringing us back into the safety of this moment right here and now. We are not trying to think about our senses, as in detect, label, judge, make a to-do list, or even make meaning of what we see, smell, taste, hear, and feel. Instead, we are opening ourselves up to present moment awareness, to whatever sensation we choose to bring our awareness to in this moment. We bring the mind out of the ruminating loop, it's caught in, and we communicate with our body that the space we're in, right here in this moment, is safe. We no longer resist our experience, but instead accept life as is, putting our body to ease. We become more connected to our physical body through the five senses, which dims the sympathetic nervous system, the stress response, and strengthens the parasympathetic nervous system, our relaxation response. With time and practice, the relaxation response takes the lead so that we no longer fall to the whim of a stressful experience in the primitive limbic brain or fear and worry center that tells us it shouldn't be this way. Instead, we tell ourselves, it's okay, come back to the body, we're safe. And when we do come back to the body in present moment awareness, we gain access to our most empowered state of being. What is so cool about this practice is that there are four cranial nerves that are linked with the parasympathetic nervous system, including the sense of touch, sight, and taste and are used when we become immersed in our senses. So practicing the five sense mindfulness tool not only strengthens the brain and breaks anxiety thought loop, but it also activates the relaxation response, which slows the heartbeat, eases tension, and returns the breath to a positive rhythm. So let's practice together. First, just take a deep, full breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, <sighs> sigh it out, let that go. And then with your eyes open, bring your awareness to what you see. Allowing your eyes to soften and gaze at whatever's in front of you. You may even drift your eyes across the room or the space you're in. And without labeling or putting words to what you see, begin to sense your sight, the colors, the objects, the way the light is filtering in, in this very moment. And now bring your awareness to your ears and what you hear listening without reacting to what you hear. What's the farthest sound you can hear? What's the closest, most nearby sound you can hear?
bringing your awareness now to the inside tip of the nose, your sense of smell. You might even deepen the breath a bit to pick up any aromas in the air. Again, you don't have to put words to it or make meaning of it. Simply observe what you smell. Now bring your awareness to the mouth, top of the tongue, and the sense of taste. You might even take the tongue around the front of the teeth and swallow just to gain some awareness on your taste buds. And finally, bring your awareness to your whole body and the sense of touch. Becoming aware of the seat beneath you. The cloth on the skin. You might even gently rub your finger back and forth to experience the sense of touch. Together, let's take a deep Full breath in through the nose. Open the mouth, exhale. Ah, let that all go. And take a moment to notice how you feel and perhaps any differences you may have experienced from that practice. Try practicing this mindfulness tool every day. Perhaps before you sit down at your desk for work or maybe it becomes the first thing you do in the morning or when you're in the shower as a way to become familiar with this technique. If you feel anxious or notice your mind caught in an anxiety loop, remember the five senses and name five things you see, four things you hear, three things you feel, two things you taste, and one thing you smell. Notice how you can regain this sense of empowerment through a tool of using your own body, mind, and heart to bring you back into present moment awareness. If you enjoyed this practice and want to learn more tools and techniques to soothe anxiety and stress, calm the mind, and nourish the body, Check out the practice membership at www.daphnelion.com slash membership. Gain access to a growing library of classes on meditation, breathwork, deep rest, and movement, including high-intensity workouts, yoga, and restorative practices. When you join the practice membership, you also get the ebook, Good Habits for Good Living, to learn how to design sustainable and lifelong systems for a thriving and empowered life. And the best part is the first week is on me. 
So I thank you so much for listening and practicing with me. It is always an honor to be in your presence and sending you all the love on this beautiful day. Thank you.